0: Well, do you want to just go for
1: it? Hi, and welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that crab. I am Milo Denison.
0: I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about the rise of a mobile phone. Yes. Both Jamie
1: and I are old enough, but also young enough to remember the era
0: of no mobile phones switching over to mobile phones? Well, what's interesting is we were both young when there were no phone mobile phones. And we were still kind of young when mobile phones like became normal. So we were still young the whole time. So I think we're part of an interesting generation. Because you remember when we were kids, dude, and like, mobile phones were more of a myth, like, like Robin Hood or Eskimos.
1: Occasionally you'd see on TV or a movie where they had the car phone, you know, that's actually
0: attached inside the car and they got to pick it up. So the only three people I knew who had cell phones were actually fictional, which is why I thought the whole concept was probably fictional. It was Sonny and Crockett and Zach Morris. Those were the only people I knew who had cell phones and they weren't even real people. So that's back in the eighties. So there are, there's a whole generation of young adults who, live right now who don't even know about it. like the fact that you when you when we when we were kids you had to carry a little uh you had to have a pocket you had to have some change remember that oh yeah because you'd be off on your own and then maybe it got too dark you had to have your mom pick you up because you rode off with your friends too far and you and, and you're like oh crap it's dark I need my mom pick me up and then you had to ride your bike to and find like some gas station with a with a with a payphone and then you couldn't use the payphone unless you had quarters. And then if you didn't have quarters, you had to like call collect or some craziness. Life was tough. The struggle was real back then. Mm-hmm. It was real. And you didn't know any better.
1: It's funny. That reminded me of a story. So this actually was, I wasn't a kid. I was actually an adult. This was in uh, college and uh, I had roommates and stuff. And this was in Spokane. There's an area like Nine Mile Falls, which just follows the river. And supposedly if you go up there at night, the way the lights shine on the water, it kind of looks like a skull. Thing right, and so a friend of mine and he's like, "Hey, let's all drive out there." So you know, three other people and me piled into my car, and we're driving out there, and I'm really low on gas, and and I'm like, "That's okay because I know there's a gas station on the way out here. I can stop and get gas at the gas station." So we get out there, and of course, the gas station was closed because it was super late at night. But we were so close, and I'm like, "Okay, let's risk it and drive out there, see the thing, and drive back." And of course, on the way back, my car dies and runs out of gas. So then we have to hike miles. To a pay phone in order to call my roommate to come out, to bring some gasoline out, to put into my car, you fill it up and drive back because we lived in an era of no mobile phones. That was the thing you had to deal with back then.
0: Yeah. And you didn't know that that was kind of hard. Yeah. Like that was, it was hard, but it was like, you don't, you don't have an alternative. You can't just flip out yourself. You know, I feel sorry for the, like the eighties and eighties horror movies and you got the maniac you know, supernatural maniac trying to like get through your car and kill the 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 teenagers or whatever. They're like, oh my God, what are you gonna do? And they couldn't just call the cops. They were like, ah, there's there's nothing you can do. Nowadays you're like 911, 911, they'll come help you and get murdered trying to help you or whatever. Well but- that's why in a lot of the
1: movies they conveniently are in an area without reception <laughs> for their phones.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So we 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 each have uh, different stories about our, our rise to the mobile phone universe and then at the end I probably have a big opinion about it. I wrote a whole article on the website. It's already there. Okay. So you you worked in the cell in the phone industry. Yeah. You worked in it. And then I during the rise of the phone was in the epicenter of phone culture because I was stationed in Japan in the, in the in the mid to late in the late 90s. So that's where the whole cell phone thing started. And I was there. So tell us your story, Milo. What, what, what's, what, you know, how, what, what, you were there, man, with, and you were, you were part of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I worked at AT&T at the time and I was in a call center. So when you got hired on there, and this was as mobile phones were blowing up. So, and AT&T was kind of the big company at that time. It was AT&T, Verizon, uh, Sprint wasn't really much of a thing. It was more or less AT&T and Verizon. When I got hired on, you get a free cell phone. And so I was, I got the Ericsson LX677. I had to look the phone up, which was released in 1997. I was hired in 1998. And this was, it wasn't super huge, but it was, it was a, you know, decent sized phone. You could fit it in your pocket, but it was tight. And that it was that Ericsson or the Nokia 6160. And the Nokia was the really popular one then, but uh, they gave us Ericsson's. We're not going to complain because it was a free phone. You had like free unlimited minutes and all that kind of stuff. But it was interesting going through that transition. So those phones, text messaging wasn't a thing back then. And so I worked there when text messaging came out. And when it first came out, you could only text to other people on your own Provider, so you could only text other AT and T people. You couldn't text somebody with Verizon, (laughs) and then you know it opened up to that. And the calling plan changes. The biggest issue because now everybody has kind of a national plan, right, Uh, with with their mobile phone. But then it was all regional, and so if I traveled over to Montana or something, I'd be paying roaming charges and all this stuff.
0: Roaming, yeah, you remember roaming charges, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't like I'm in another country. It's like, well, I just went over to another County or something yeah. that it's like roaming. What, what, and
1: what happened in Washington state a lot is so we're very clo- close to Canada. And so you'd get calls from people there getting billed for international roaming because they pick up on a cell tower on the other side of the country or on the other side of the line, you know, Border, line there, yeah. that kind of stuff. So it, it was interesting. So most of the charges are dealed with roaming or like, why am I being charged this, that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, it, it was interesting going through that transition from that phone. And then my, my Motorola StarTAC, that was my second phone. It was a flip phone. It was so cool. Um, the Matrix phone, I remember when that came out and a guy in the call center got that phone. And it and, and just went around and everybody was like so in awe of his phone. The uh, Nokia 8110 is what that was. And we're all like, ooh, look at your Nokia. Ooh, look, that's so cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was crazy. And then the switch to like GSM, because then the technologies. So Europe used GSM, but in the U S they used like TDMA, which was the old analog at AT&T. And then Verizon, I think was CDMA. And so uh, you, they had to do all the upgrades to GSM and then the SIM cards and then the, the transition to somewhat smartphones. So before like The cool smartphones we have now, they had like a semi-smartphone, which was like 2.5G is what it was. And so you could access the internet on it, but the websites, you couldn't really see anything. It had to be this kind of like formatted in a certain way to be displayable on the phone and it took forever to load the page and stuff. And you'd pay like huge fees if you to use it. And so, yeah, it was an interesting transition working there uh, because when I left, then we had smartphones, The, the iPhone had come out, the Android phone had come out. So it's crazy crazy time. Yeah. You mentioned
0: texting. Do do, do you remember like you really had to want to send a text too, because it took you, like you had to tap the number button a number of times to get one character and then wait a little bit and then tap the number. number. It, It took you a long time to text. So texts were like really short. It's not like now where you have some girl texting the crap out of you. Like, Oh, pay attention to me. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, here now, where you like, yeah, cave, exactly. straight up caveman, dude, caveman texting. Like <laughs> yeah. On that's way. all you can really do. Yeah. On way, <laughs> see soon. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I was, uh, I was had a different experience. I was stationed in Japan during this time. Right. This, uh, I think, that was the epicenter of of cell phone culture. And they even have a name for it. It's called Keitai culture, which is basically cell phone culture. And a lot of the phones that, uh, you know, back then, a lot of tech uh, electronics and consumer tech would come out in Japan before they came out anywhere else. So I... I was seeing all these interesting, like brand new phones that, you know, people back home only they were mythical to them. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, these phones are amazing. You'll get them in like two years, I'm sure. But like they're here now because um, a lot of the like state of the art cell phones were coming out in Japan, dude. And here are a couple of things I remember one. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really have one um, because there were in Japan, there's all kinds of really uh, convenient pay phones all over the place and you can just have a card. You don't have to have change and you can go to one of the, the pay phones with your card and just pay. So it was really, it, I didn't really need one because it was just so um, it was easy to, to use pay phones in Japan. But some things I do remember is I remember the girls, a lot of girls had them and they had all this goofy hello kitty shit and, <laughs> and, and the, all these charms hanging off. them. it was like this accessory, right? Um so that's one thing I remember is like, like the the girls had all this Hello Kitty crap all over their phones. It was like a fashion accessory, right? Another thing I remember is about the cell phone culture back then, you know, emoji is a Japanese word. The whole emoji thing that's huge now, that started back then. And I remember it, dude. It was like a late, late like the late 90s when they started, you know, sending like little emojis to each other. And even the selfie thing, like they, it wasn't on their phones, but you could go into a little booth and get little stickers made of your from yourself. Um, so I think the whole selfie thing started in Japan too, at that time. So I, I have a lot of exposure to like modern cell phones, selfie, you know, uh, emoji culture from being stationed in Japan at that time, because I think that's where it all came from. And I just started thinking about it recently. And I'm like, wow, like I because I, I, I'm not a cell phoney guy, but I, I probably have more exposure to it than than anyone else. I know because I was around in the country that it came from and the whole culture that it came from, you know here's something I do miss about Japan though I remember specifically in Japan and I don't know about today but in Japan you didn't talk on your cell phone on the train or in buses people scorned you dude like you would you 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 were dishonored
1: I've heard that that, so that's probably still a thing if I've heard it.
0: Oh, and I loved it. And I rude ass bastards in this country where they're on the phone, blah, 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 blah. blah. I even get into a fight sometime on the bus and I go grab some dude's phone and I throw it on the floor. I'm like, you're loud, dude. And and he's acting all tough. I'm like, well, well pounce. I can't stand you. Let's do you want to let's let's go. But, you know, most suburbanites, they just get kind of they talk tough until they realize you're serious. And then they're like, you'll they pick up their phone and pout. But I hate it, dude. I hate people on the buses and, 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 and on the trains just yapping away on their phones. So that's one thing I really loved about even though they came up with the whole uh, phone culture, they also have good phone etiquette. Right. And here's the thing. If you have a strange culture, like subculture, as long as you're not rude, I'm cool with your strange subculture, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I really miss about Japan um, is that whole uh, that rule that that this cultural rule of you do not yap away on your cell phone on the train.
1: I love it. Yeah, they need that. It's even worse now. I don't know how it is there, but here people don't actually put the phone to the ear and talk anymore. It's usually a video call. They're like, you know, Skype or whatever, or whatever, I don't know, video call service they're using, but, you know, so they're having a conversation that way. So you're actually hearing both ends of the conversation.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I can't stand it. And, and I have a whole article written on the website. I wrote, I wrote it back in January on why 90s phones were better. And here's why I think they were better. One, you, you. You see people around; they're almost they're getting hit by trains or whatever because their their necks are down and they're just oh, yeah they're phone, into walking into stuff around there and they're walking into wall, mall fountains and all of this stuff. And again, like you said, like they're talking out loud to a machine, and there's all these games on it, so it's like having a uh, a casino on your. In your hand and every time you 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 touch it you tap it it's like a mouse and it just dispenses crack cocaine to you're you like you have all these addicts um around here and it's it's disgusting in the 90s it was cool because you had a, a phone that you could call your friend and say hey let's meet up or if you were in trouble you could make a phone call but if you didn't text really unless you really wanted to send a short one if you wanted to play snake you could play Snake, I guess, but you weren't just sitting there glued to it. it. It, like you said, the internet. You could get one that had the internet, but it cost you a fortune, and and it wasn't that great. So I, I think um, the technology was just good enough to be useful, but not so good that it basically turned into a. a An addictive little crack machine, like they are now.
1: That's a good point, actually, because you're right. So you had it with you in case you needed it, uh, in case you needed to make a call or whatever, and get a hold of somebody, and people get in touch with you. But you didn't spend all your time staring at it.
0: Yeah, and 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 it and it really affected our culture too. Like you and I, we're kind of old school. We we make like appointments to our podcasts, or mm-hmm. if you were back here, we, we would meet up at a certain time at a certain place. Cause that's what we did back then. Yeah. Nowadays, people are like, they don't, I'm, don't know, yeah, I'll get there. When I get there, Te- I'm text you or, ah, uh, let's cancel right now, two minutes before, uh, <laughs> because I can, I can get a hold of you so easily now. And I can tell you like, we don't have to set times to meet anymore. I can just cancel on you five minutes beforehand because it's just so easy to do back then. You couldn't do that. Like, that's hard, harder to do, right? So you had to meet certain people in certain areas. You couldn't just kind of be laissez-faire. I just think the etiquette is so bad now. Mm-hmm. Like people don't meet each other at certain times. They talk, they're talking loud to a machine in the bus. Um, they're walking around, not even observing the world around them because they're so absorbed into their cyborg device. And and do you know, Milo, that I actually only got a smartphone uh, like late last year
1: yes because last time you and i hung out you didn't have a smartphone
0: no i still had that clam phone yeah but i finally had to get rid of it because they didn't support it or something and then they're like well you can only <laughs> have the this phone
1: company's it's... like dude uh okay we get that you're old school but a little <laughs> bit more recent maybe <laughs> yeah so
0: now i got a, like an iphone s- an something. iphone oh you went full on well but it's ancient um it's old Cause I'm like, well, they, and they're like, you want the new one with all this? So I'm, I'm like, I want something with the least functionality that you have, please. Because I don't dig it. I don't dig cell phone culture and don't get me wrong. It's convenient. And you got apps for everything. Cause now it's like, even dating is like, I, I don't even know anything about anybody. Swipe left, swipe up, sw- swipe around. You don't even have to read. Just look at them. Do I like them? No, um, it's convenient like ordering an Uber if you're out and stuff, you know, don't get me wrong. There's good things about it, but I think the, the, the bad outweighs the good. And I think 90s cell phone culture was probably the peak and then it's been going downhill.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Cause I, I, there are good things about it. Uber is a handy thing to have. I mean, uh, compared to getting a taxi taxis are so freaking expensive sometimes and you can just call an Uber banking being able to out- access your bank mobily is pretty handy. It does have some nice features, but my my big one is, is this is a problem you and I have with messaging feature services. Right, there are a thousand different. You've got Messenger, you've got you know WhatsApp, you've got da 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 this that and this right. Hundred different kinds of messaging service, so I'm I've got like four of them on my phone because to communicate with different people, they're like, well, I don't have that, I you know, so and I'm like, fine, well, fuck, so then I've got fucking WhatsApp, so I can communicate with my agent because my agency only uses fucking WhatsApp, and I don't want it, I don't I don't like it um messenger I because use it it's you, Facebook yeah you don't use Facebook products and it's just so I've got all these damn messaging things on this fucking phone and it's so <laughs> annoying because I'm like sometimes I'm just like can't you just fucking text me like seriously just send a fucking text and you and I can't text because we're in different countries
0: <laughs> so, right otherwise I text you bro because yeah, totally. I got a phone that can do
1: that now So I've got like a friend here um, and it's like, and who messages me on like messenger and, or Heika does that too. She'll message me on. And so I have all my notifications turned off because I hate being distracted by my phone. Yeah, exactly. It drives me nuts, right? Especially because 90% of the time it's crap I don't care about. And so all my notifications are turned off. So she'll send me a message on Facebook messenger that I won't see. Unless I actually go onto my phone and, and jump onto Facebook Messenger. And then she'll say something. Well, did you see my message? And I'm like, no, because, you know, if you want me to respond to you, text me. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. if I'm on my well, way home, she'll be like, can you grab something from the store? And I'm like, I don't see it till I get in the house. <laughs> so text me.
0: Well, and that shows kind of the culture of like immediate immediacy. Oh, everybody right?
1: expects an immediate response. Yeah.
0: I, I even at work with the younger coworkers sometimes I go off on them. Like I, I get Gen X dad on them. They're, they're like, Hey, did you get my email? They come over. Hey, did you get my email? When did you send it? Oh, like just two minutes ago. Oh shoot. Well, let me get right on that.
1: Yeah. Then to respond to your question. Yes, I did get your email. No, I did not read it. So go back to your yeah. Cause you
0: sent it just two minutes ago and now you're coming over to very, like I didn't, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Like well, now, now, right now, millennials want it now. You got my email, right? I could sit here and I could just start going off about.
1: Yeah. We probably should not ramble on too long about our hatred of a lot of things modern, especially <laughs> now that we have a drinking game out there. <laughs> and one of those is when one of the guys bitches about something modern.
0: Yeah. We don't want to get someone super drunk. Oh, they're just complaining about something modern. Oh, yeah. I'm so oh, drunk. Some- I watched their cell phone episode. Like
1: beer to their I mouth couldn't go to work time. the next
0: day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, So there are good things about it. There we go. We'll say we'll leave it with that.
0: Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I mean, there are, but whatever.
1: Anyway, folks, we're going to wrap this particular episode up. Yep, it's a short one. Uh, We could ramble on forever about how much we hate certain things and how much we love other certain things. But I think you get it by this point. With that... We will say, feel free to follow us on Twitter at the80sand90s.com. Feel free to check out our website, the80sand90s.com. And I'm going to leave you with this piece of advice. Until next time, put the motherfucking phone down. Next time you are out with your friends and you're sitting around at a table, make a rule. No one is allowed to pick up their phone or put it out of their pocket at any point throughout that night. We used to live this way because we didn't used to have phones. That's the rule. Put the phones away. Amen, brother.
0: Yeah. Amen, brother. I feel it. This is another thing. I I go to the restaurant, right? And you'll see like a couple at the restaurant and they're both sitting there. And I guess it's none of my business, but it's still like I live in a society. It is my business they have this couple and they're sitting there having dinner with their phones. And there are times when I I just observe and they do not get off their phones the whole time they are at dinner. They don't, they actually went out paid for dinner. They're sitting across from each other and they're having dinners with their phones. Yeah. That's fucking weird, dude. I'm sorry. You can tell me that I'm old fashioned. I'm not with the times, but if that's the times, then I don't want to be with it, right? That's why our generation is going to kind of rule once those boomers die off because all these millennials and Gen Zs are going to be so tied to their phone and we're going to be like, yeah, we, we can actually not be on our phone and we're going to have a good time with on a date and all this stuff and we're going to be the, like the new golden generation is because everybody else is going to be these zombies at the restaurants. It's freaking pitiful. You people are pitiful, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear you pitiful, man. Pitiful, pitiful. That was that, 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 that couple at the restaurant was pitiful. Dude. <laughs> and, and, and that they're just one among many that I've seen. I, and I'll tell you what, I don't date much or anything because I'm just hanging out with, with little Jay and stuff. But I, if I ever go on a date and she flips out that phone and starts paying attention to the phone, I I'm done. Well, what if it's for the purpose of of
1: messaging her friend really quick to be like, it's an okay date. You don't need to call me and pretend there's an emergency for me to
0: leave. And then she's going to have to call her friend to come pick her up. Cause I bolted check, <laughs> please. I'm out. Oh, I was just texting my friend how much I like you. Why don't you tell me how much I, you like me instead of texting your friend, how much you like me check, please find another date lady.